Welcome to Be A Better Speaker with me, Graham David, expert speaker. These are a series of podcasts ideal for you if you're somebody who works in L&D and training, whether you have to give meetings or briefings, or if you're a conference speaker. And they're ideal if you're brand new and you want some ways to start and get yourself going in the right direction right from the beginning. Perhaps you've been speaking for years and years and years and you just want to freshen up a little bit. Or if you're somewhere in between, everything in these podcasts are designed to give you quick wins to make it easier for you to be a better speaker. In this episode of the Be A Better Speaker podcast with me, Graham David, we're going to be looking at eye contact. So I think this is going to be quite a short podcast and it's absolutely on a very simple but equally important subject. Where should you look when you are speaking? Now, I always say this covers whether you're looking at uh, something informal, like a social event, whether you're thinking about a conference with hundreds of people, or even a meeting or a briefing with half a dozen people in the room. Where you look really matters. So let's look at a couple of things that people often do, which isn't really helping them, and then I'm going to give you my suggestion for where you need to start working on looking. Now, if you don't do this already, it's going to take you a little bit of effort to put into place. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. It will take effort. It will take applied effort. However, the results are fantastic. So often when I am running a train-the-trainer session or a how-to-speak-at-conferences session, uh, communications events, um, whenever I go on to the topic of eye contact, I'll often ask the audience, what have you noticed about my eye contact? And the answers are always pretty much the same. Uh, everybody feels like they've had eye contact, everybody feels that it's natural, it, it's engaging, it pulls an audience in, because everybody is feeling spoken to and with, and that ideas are being shared. It feels very natural. Now, actually, it's not, because when you're talking to even 10 or 15 people, in order to make eye contact with everyone, which is what I'm going to be suggesting, you need to work at it until it becomes natural for you. Initially, it is not. When you're talking to 100 people or 300 people, then you're absolutely still going to be using the same technique I'm going to be sharing with you in this podcast. But before we get into that, um, let's look at what people are often told. And if you, like me, remember back to school, you were probably told at some point when you are going to be speaking to the class or you're going to be speaking to the school, stand up. Plant your feet into the ground. That's to stop you fidgeting. Hold your script so we can see your face, at least over the top of it, but so you can see your script, so you're not fiddling with it. And then look to the back of the room. This is always the key advice everyone's always given. If you've ever been in school dramatics or amateur dramatics, if you've ever been to any sort of thing like this, look to the back of the room. There are still plenty of organisations that I've worked and somebody will say to me at some point... We were always told, look to the back of the room. Now, here's the thing. If your current way of speaking to an audience is looking at your feet, then looking to the back of the room is a better option. I will admit that. But if you even stop for a minute and look at somebody who is just looking at the back of the room, it will quickly become apparent this is a terrible piece of advice, often given by people who don't know what they're doing So, if this is the advice you're giving, please stop suggesting people look to the back of the room. It looks awful. If you're currently looking to the back of the room, equally, please stop doing it. It looks awful. You end up looking like you've got the thousand-yard stare. You end up just looking like you're not really of this planet, and you're staring over tops of everybody's heads. 
and there's just this really otherworldly look about you. It, it doesn't look natural. It doesn't look good. It's a really bad idea. So if you're doing that, that's one thing to stop doing immediately. The second thing that people often do is they find themselves looking back at their slides. Now, I don't like slides. If you listen to my other podcasts, uh, I have one, for example, on script and how to remember your script. Um, I've got one coming up on confidence. Again, I'll refer to PowerPoint. The problem with PowerPoint is once it's there, it's really difficult not to look at it. Now, if you're going to use slides, you have to really work on not looking at your slides. Now, ideally, a good setup will mean you've got your laptop or you've got a monitor in front of you so you can glance at it without obviously staring back at the slides. But every time you look back at the slides, we look with you. And we're now not looking at you. We're not able to make eye contact. We're not able to have that contact that happens quite naturally between humans when you make eye contact. So I don't want you to look at your slides either. Now, again, yes, there are exceptions. You might say, well, I need to explain using a laser pointer what's on slide seven or look at this graphic here, look what's wrong with it, or I need to highlight some issues. Yep, that's true. But for most of us, most of the time, people look at the slides and it's a bad look. It's not a good thing to do. The other very common thing I see, whenever people are trying to talk with an audience, um, most people fall into a couple of habits here. One is what I like to call the audience loving, and this is the one or two people who seem to be responding positively to your message. So what happens is every time you glance up from your notes or you glance away from the slides, you end up looking at the same person or same couple of people. And as you do this, they might nervously laugh when you've told them your jokes and you think, great, it's working. And you end up looking at them again. And you've probably seen people do this. Let's be honest, you may have done it yourself. The more you look at them, the more they look back at you and it becomes an audience loving. Now, the problem with it, of course, is it's hugely uncomfortable for them and it absolutely blocks out everybody else. Nobody else is getting eye contact with you. And this is not positive. Sometimes we notice those people who seem to be quite negative and we end up glancing back at them the whole time to see if they've warmed up yet. We drop a really good bit of information and we glance back at them to see if they're now finally nodding rather than scowling. It's the inverse version of the audience loving. The other thing that happens is sometimes people are being told to look around the room. So what they'll do is they'll glance up from their notes, always at the same place in the audience. They'll then do like a, a lighthouse sweep right across the the size of the room or the hall, and then back to the first person and back to the notes. Now, this doesn't count because this isn't even making eye contact. This is just moving your head around because you think it looks like you're looking at everybody. None of these techniques are really any good. You know they're not working, they're not making eye contact, and they're not doing you any favour. So what do you do instead? Well, it's really simple to explain. It is a bit more difficult to do. What I need you to start practising doing as soon as you can, is to make eye contact. Actual eye contact with actual people in the room. By the way, if you want to mock yourself out as a massive amateur, if you walk on stage that's got bright lights, put your hand over to shield your eyes and go, oh, I can't really see you. Everyone knows, who knows anything about speaking, that you're not on stage very often. Right? Not a good look. If the lights are so bright, you're still going to look in the general direction where you know people are. But let's assume all being equal, you've got 50, 100 people in the room. What do you do in terms of making eye contact? Well, the simplest way I explain this is you are trying to make eye contact with as many people as you can. 
This isn't a, a sweep. You're not going to go around in a predictable pattern. You're not going to look at groups of people. You are going to look at individuals. And even if they're so far away, or the room is quite dark, or got the bright lights on you, as I explained, you know where people are, you therefore know roughly where their faces are, and you know where their eyes are. That's what you're looking at. And you're going to do that in a natural way. So if you think back to you talking to three or four friends, or your family, you probably look around everybody as you're talking. That's all I need you to start doing, but with large numbers of people in an audience. Now, the more you do this the more you realise several things. It is actually quite easy to do once you start doing it. It takes a bit of exercise, a bit of effort, as I said, but once you've started doing it, it's a really natural way of looking around. It does start to come quite easily. You start to notice that you can see what the audience is thinking and doing and reacting. You'll start to notice that they pay you back a little bit. In other words, they start to return that glance. They start to not just stare at the screen or look at their... Uh, their laptops pretending they're working when really they're sending emails, they're actually looking back at you. You start to get a bit of feedback. People start to nod, they start to take notes, they start to smile at something you say that's quite humorous, they start to look considerate as they're thinking about what you've just said. In other words, you get far more information by working on making eye contact. Now, even if you have 500 people in the room, you might be thinking, well, how do I possibly make eye contact with everyone? Well, you just constantly think about where is it that I'm looking now? Where have I just looked? Where have I not looked for a while? Now, when you start to move around the room as well, whether you stand still, by the way, that's just as possible, but moving around the room makes it a little bit easier. You're constantly looking to make eye contact with as many people in the room. Now, by the way, I mentioned those delegates that seem to be enjoying themselves and those that seem to be rather negative. You still make equal eye contact with them. So if somebody is laughing and whooping up and cheering and writing down everything you say, you will still look at them. If somebody is grimacing, looking down at their feet, tutting over everything you say, you still look at them as though they're interested. People at the back of the room get your eye contact. People right in front of you get your eye contact. And that really is as simple as this podcast is going to be. Please stop staring at the back of the room. Don't just stare at one or two individuals, uh, good or bad, and absolutely do not stare at your slides. Instead, work on making eye contact with your audience. Now, if you know roughly what you're saying, or exactly what you're saying, you're able now to really put the practice in to what it is you want to say and how you want to say it, rather than you randomly reeling off some details whilst flicking through some through some slides. That, I think, is all for now, and uh, I'll catch you on the next podcast. That's the Be A Better Speaker podcast with me, Graham David, expert speaker. Sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk.